Hey, everybody. Good morning. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach, and I am all excited to talk to you. It is another beautiful Friday morning in beautiful Lake Norman, North Carolina, and the sun is coming up just over the trees and is about to shine, which is also your invitation to uh, rise and shine. And so, as you know, I have a coaching methodology, which is called Shine. So here, let's, let's, let's move through that first thing just to revisit that. If you want to turn the mirror inward, do a little self-coaching every day, you can wake up and you can move through the Shine Coaching Methodology. And it is S for self-assessment, H for habit work, I for integrity, N for next right steps, and E for energy. And if you can tap into what is actually going on inside of you each and every morning, get some awareness, some consciousness about how you're going to let your light shine today, you will have an amazing day. And if you're listening to this blog talk radio show first thing on a Friday morning, I know that you are what I like to call advanced. Uh, And so this morning, my show is titled, A Second Installment in How to Avoid the Brain Booby Traps Series. (laughs) So here's the thing. I I picked this word booby trap because, first of all, I just kind of like it. I think it's funny. It's a funny, funny phrase. And the phrase booby trap is derived from the Spanish word bobo, all right? And bobo translates to this. If somebody is a bobo, they are daft naive, simple, a clown, or one who is easily cheated. And I will tell you, most of us are walking around at times acting like a clown when we really need to be serious about this life. Because if you have been in one of my uh, talks before or attended one of my shine retreats, you know that I always start out with my clients with this thing called the lifeline. And it's really imperative to understand that, hello, you only have one life to live. And so we pop on the planet one day, and someday down the road we're going to pop off the planet. And this is a very serious and important thing to understand, that it's really imperative that you figure out your life's purpose, you get engaged, and you harness your genius. And when I say the word genius, if you listen to any of these blog talk radio shows, you, you know I'm talking about the fact that genius is like putting to work your talents, your skills, your, um, you know, like your ordained purpose in a really powerful way. It's when you're really operating in your highest form. Uh, just like we've seen in cartoons or images where somebody has a light bulb over their head, when you are moving in a really powerful way, that light bulb is going off over your head. Your genius is coming out. You're shining, and you're illuminating the world around you. And I have this core philosophy that if everybody was on purpose, knew their mission, had a vision, uh, we could probably radically change this crazy world that we live in. So we don't have any time to clown around. We don't have any time uh, to be stuck in a booby trap. We need to wake up and understand that we've got this brain in our head and we need to really engage the brain. So the word booby trap itself sounds silly and ridiculous, but similarly, it is silly and ridiculous and daft and naive and simple to not challenge how we go about thinking. And when we fail to do self-assessment, we end up looking like a clown and cheating ourselves out of our most vibrant life. So this is my second installment in my plea for humanity everywhere to exercise this thing called metacognition. And metacognition is thinking about how you are thinking. 
And here's the deal. I, I work with lots of different individuals in all sorts of different settings. I either coach them one-on-one or collaboratively, like in a group of two. Like oftentimes I work with partners or people inside of a C-suite or I work with, you know, a, a group of people responsible for a, a, a certain strategy. Sometimes I'm working with groups up to 120, but still we're all collaboratively working on a collective mission or a vision. And when I work with these individuals uh, and we engage them and we start putting coaching technique into place, uh, our goal is that these people would start to think differently. Now, when I say think differently, I don't mean that I would persuade them to go one direction or another, but instead. Dead, that they would get their brain engaged at a whole new level, that they would really be challenged uh, to think deeper, wider, the major um, changes in scope. Uh, there would be less assumptions and more curiosity. So it's really important to understand that, you know, the way you think um, is in some sort of pattern. They have proven scientifically that when you think you get grooves in your brain, and of course we've all seen the picture of your gray matter where it has all little folds and wrinkles, but I will tell you those little folds and wrinkles are, you know, a great example of how actually we make neural connections inside of the brain. That's why we habitually do things, whether they serve us or isolate us. So your thinking is really in habitual pattern unless you wake up and think about how you are thinking. So the individuals I work with, they might engage with coaching so they could excel or reach a goal or uncover their purpose. And this kind of work is not silly. It is not ridiculous. And it is not for those who believe they are daft or naive. I mean, you've got to kind of uh, get, you know, this false humility out of the way and understand that, you know, I have the capacity, I have the capability to think in a higher way. I can improve my ability to think. In fact, uh, if you go back in the archives of Blog Talk Radio or go to my blog at vibrantcoaching.com backslash blog and you put in the search box the words growth mindset, uh, you will see that there's a whole episode on having a growth mindset. And so we're kind of taking this to the next level. Uh, We're saying, you know, you, you need to have a growth mindset, but it's kind of like you need to understand where you get trapped. You know, when you find yourself in the opposite of a growth mindset, which is a fixed mindset. And today we're going to talk about one of those fixed mindsets or one of those booby traps that gets you stuck and making you look like a clown, all right? So I want you to exercise metacognition so that you don't cheat yourself out of a vibrant life. Now, I see uh, these brain booby traps uh, bubble up in my client's uh, their teams, uh, their stakeholders all the time. And unwittingly, uh, we stumble across brain booby traps that derail our best effort and leave us stuck. And so I'm going to ask you to examine this brain booby trap. It's called I Don't Get It. Now, when you are out in the world and you're in meetings, you're in conference calls, you are having a conversation with your husband, your children, whoever, I want you to notice, notice, notice how often people will say to you, oh, I just don't get it, okay? Did that just land? Have you been in that conversation? Have you heard that? Oh, I don't get it. All right, so this is what I call a booby trap. It is so easy. It is so easy to run up on top of new information, 
run up on top of a new system, a new strategy, a new way of thinking, and to simply dismiss it with a simple phrase, I don't get it. And what I see when people make this statement, I don't get it, is that they're done. They're absolutely done. They do not want to move forward. They don't want to get it. They don't want to think about it. And there's really a complete lack of curiosity. And most most alarming is the fact that there is no desire to get it. And, I mean, here's the thing. You have got to understand how the world works. If you want to move forward in the world in a powerful way, and you want to move and navigate through issues, problems, uh, find solutions, be a problem solver, take you know advantage of opportunities and overcome you know obstacles, you're going to have to learn to quote unquote get it. And so, how do I do this? You know, when you when you make a statement, I don't get it. This individual has run up against like this gift of fresh insight, so it's kind of like this refusal to understand. And while I understand that sometimes new information may not immediately click in somebody's mind, it is imperative that you seek to understand instead of rejecting the information. And so these two mental models at odds inside the brain of the human mind who doesn't just get it are judgment and curiosity. And I will tell you, we have heard this before, and here we go again, you know, judgment Standing in judgment is not going to get you very far. What you need to do is be very, very curious about the information that you are hearing. Now, I want to make a big disclaimer. Sometimes we run up against information that is false, untrue, ridiculous, you know, and the person that's delivering it may be a bobo or a clown, uh, but you do need to slow down for one moment and be curious about whether or not this person or this piece of information that you're reading or taking in off the Internet or the video or whatever has some validity to it. you got to test stuff. So the first tip I have for you today is that if you want to move in the world in a powerful way and you want to learn to get it, you need to have kind of scientific mental model you know, that I'm going to test hypothesis. And so whenever you run up against something you don't understand, you want to kind of run it through a battery of tests to see that you can understand it. And how do we do that? When you set up a hypothesis is that when you set, you're going to test a question, you know, like, is this true? Is this accurate? And so when you find new information, you want to really look at it and say, what facts, what structures, what elements does this information have How can I break it apart so I can understand it at a much more simple level? So in order to get something or understand something, you can break it down into parts. So that's the first thing I want you to do is be a scientist. I want you to put things under the microscope. I want you to break them down, and I want you to test a hypothesis so that you can get it. So let me me give you an example of how people allow this booby trap of I don't get it to really derail them. Okay, so I was working with a client, and this client wanted to do a career transition. And as I'm sitting there listening to this client tell me about their experiences, tell me about their desire, they kept telling me, you know, I'm a leader, and I have ideas, and I understand how this business works, and I understand where we should go, and I just can't seem to get my ideas, you know, implemented, 
and, you know, I'm frustrated, all this kind of stuff, right? So this person has all of this energy, all of these ideas, all of this genius, and so I suggest to them, well, if you want to put your ideas into play inside of this organization, I think you're going to have to move up to a higher level of authority. So that just makes sense to me. Makes sense to you? I hope so. So she's got to move up to a higher level of authority. So I say to her, you know, I think you need to try to move up into this new level of management and leadership. And eventually, I think you might be well-suited to be actually like in the driver's seat as somebody who is part of the C-suite, right, who, who is an executive in this organization. And immediately, without any thought at all, automatically, this person states, well, I don't really want to deal with the numbers. I don't really want to have to do the math. I really don't want to have to be responsible for the profit and loss statement. I just want to put my ideas out there. So step back from that for a moment and take a look at it. It's kind of like, um, well, here's the thing. You can have all the ideas in the world, but if they aren't financially sound, if they don't make the company money, if they don't make strategic sense, nobody, nobody's going to allow you to do the idea. So it's kind of like you can't be, you know, a one-trick pony. You cannot be just somebody who has lots of ideas. Now, here's the thing. I think that this person that I was coaching had beautiful ideas, wonderful ideas, uh, genius ideas. But in order to get your idea forward, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to get it about how the money works. You're going to have to be able to take your idea, figure out how much it costs, then take it and put it in the context of the overall profit and loss statement and see if this makes sense as a strategy and long-term if it will make the company money. So, you know, while you may have talents that make you somebody who is an idea person, it is imperative that you also be a money person. Now, you don't have to put your main focus on the money side if you're an idea person, but you certainly have to have a basic understanding. And so here's the thing. I began to ask this person about, do you know how a profit and loss statement works? Do you understand how money works? And they're like, well, yeah, but like there was this serious resistance to really get in and understand how this whole thing works. And here's the deal. Uh, If you're a money person, you're sitting there going, that's ridiculous. And I get that. But notice how this person is not thinking about how they're thinking, and they're allowing this uh, process of understanding the money side to derail their gift in the world, which is the, the idea side. And so I started asking her questions. I'm like, well, you know, there's money that comes in, right? And then there's money that goes out. It's income and expenses. And then when you subtract the two, you're either in the red or you're in the black, which means you're either, you know, not making money or you're making money. And she says, yeah, 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 I get it. But she doesn't want to get any closer than that. And, and here's the thing. To be really powerful in the world, you're going to have to increase your knowledge and you're going to have to increase your willingness, your willingness to be more well-rounded. You're going to have to be willing to move yourself into a growth mindset, okay? So she needs to be a scientist. She has to say, I have this idea. Here's my hypothesis. I think this will work. Then go get the numbers. Then sit down with somebody and ask what I call 
powerful questions. And that, that is tool number two. You know, so I have talked about powerful questions over and over and over again. But I'm not really sure um, we are, you know, thinking about the fact that we need to ask questions. In fact, I kind of have this rule when I coach people, uh, especially those who are in leadership and I work with a lot of leaders, is I say, you know, before you give your opinion, before you pass judgment, before you do anything, I want you to think about how you're thinking and then I want you to think and I want you to think about how the other person might be thinking. And so in order to do that, you're going to have to ask some powerful questions. And so, you know, we need to sit down and we need to really, really be curious. And so asking a powerful question is going to help you see inside of the very issue that you're looking at. It's going to help you think about how you're thinking when you put a question there. The question is the lever that creates movement in your brain. Sometimes when you ask a question of somebody else, it gets their, not often, it does get their brain moving. Then when they give you some more information, your brain gets moving. And I'm telling you, this is the key to innovation. It's like I ask you a question, you give me fresh insight, I make comments on that, I ask another question, our brains start to work together, and then we have this wonderful thing called innovation, and when innovation happens, then we are probably on the, you know, the right track uh, to making money, to moving the process forward, to serving people in a powerful way. So it doesn't necessarily have to be about a for-profit issue. But if we're even talking about how to take care of the homeless or the sick or whoever, when we're moving back and forth with questions and creating innovation, the whole world benefits because we need to be curious. So number two, please ask questions so that you can quote unquote get it all right so let's talk about the third thing that i want to say first thing about the the statement the booby trap i don't get it is that you have uh made up your mind okay so a lot of us make up our minds so we put like this solid wall up inside of our brains that says that subject matter that issue that particular Uh, thing in the world, I'm going to put a wall up between me and that thing. And doing that is a very common booby trap. I just put, I just erect this wall between me and this other thing. So, for example, I'm going to go back to the idea of dealing with numbers, uh, not, not particularly money like in my first example, but I want to talk about dealing with numbers. So, uh, you know, way in the way back, and I'm sure many of you can totally relate to this, way in the way back when I was a little person, I decided that numbers were hard for me and vice versa. There might be some of you out there that are like, well, numbers were easy for me, but words, words were hard for me. You know, like reading is a difficult thing. So we have all the way back to when we were little baby girls, little baby boys, we erected some kind of wall. Uh, between us and certain subject matters out there, certain kinds of things out there that we just have declared, I don't get it, I don't do it, I don't want to do it, I don't want it near me, so I'm going to erect a wall, and that wall exists in your brain. So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, So I, as many of you know, got my college degree done a year ago, and when I went back to school, of course, they said to graduate from college, you have to take a math class. And so, of course, I had this mental model uh, that was like, I need to take the easiest class possible because I am not good uh, at math. Well, this is, this is just like the most ridiculous 
trap that I put myself in. Because uh, when you tell yourself you're not good at something, you have just boarded what we what what I like to call the struggle bus. Okay, so it's like I have just decided that you know for the next semester, which will be about three to four months. Hello, I am going to be struggling. Now, why would I choose that? Why would I think that somebody, you know, like if I if I look in the mirror, I'm like, look at her. She, she's not so dumb. She's not a clown. You know, if she puts her mind to things, she usually gets them done. Now, I don't have some kind of, like, crazy ego over here. I'm just saying, uh, listen, I've raised two children. Uh, I figured out how to pay a mortgage. I can drive a car. I can operate my MacBook Pro. You know, certainly I can do some math if I just get out of my own way. And so what I need to understand is if I sit down, I open up the math book, I read what the chapter says, I look at the example, and then I sit in the lecture, I ask powerful questions, odds are all of this makes complete logical sense, and you just simply have to know how to go through the process. You just have to learn the system. You just have to get close to it and familiar with it, and then it won't be so hard. And, and, and that's exactly what I did. I mean, I took a class. Uh, called statistics, and, you know, there's so many bad things that people say about, you know, math, and particularly about, I mean, people were telling me, oh, I called it sadistics, okay, you know, so uh, I can get wrapped up and think, don't miss that, think about all of the horrible things, or I can choose, I can stand in choice to look at the problem in front of me, I mean, the example lays out the problem step by step by step. All I got to do is look at how did they go from that step to that step? Do I, quote, unquote, get it? If I don't get it, read it again. Lean in. Look some more until you get it. Then go from that step to the next step. And things will start to click. And so it is. So it is in your life. So it is in your life. So if you don't understand how things work, you're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to, in this case, sometimes you do have to get your ego out of the way. It's not like, you know, the ego is the part that says, you know, um, you know, I can do it. That's, that's not ego. You know, that is, that is the part, that is like your genuine self because you are so capable. It, it's, it's like your ego comes in and protects you and says, oh, you better be careful. You may, you're not good at math, so don't make yourself look stupid. You know, there's where ego comes in and derails you. So you got to go in there and you got to be like, I can do this because all I have to do is slow down, be a scientist, ask powerful questions, right? And then the next part is I need to, you know, lean into this. I need to break it down into sections and simply look at how it clicks. And so, you know, that's the thing about I don't get it. It is a booby trap I see all the time. In fact, uh, when I work with people, uh, I find that they like this answer as well. They say, I don't know. I'll ask them a question. They say, I don't know. And I just pretty much forbid people to tell me during any kind of session, during any kind of process that they don't know. Uh, and the question always comes back as, well, what do you know? You know, what is inside your brain that you can share with me? How can you bring your genius into the world? So there is the booby trap. I don't get it and I don't know. I want you to lean in. I want you to be somebody who is a lifelong learner, somebody with a growth mindset. 
So today's episode is the second booby trap. Next week I'll be back with a third one that gets you in trouble. Uh, you know, and if you missed last week's episode, please go back and listen to last week's episode. It was about how to squeeze the day. Uh, you know, I find that people let one bad thing happen and then they let the whole day be bad. Uh, we got to be more resilient. We got to lean in. We got to be problem solvers. We got to we got to make things click inside of our brains. So. Uh, the statistics, we got to push them in the other direction. Instead of being derailed by things, we need to be empowered by learning. Uh, this is Nicole Greer. I'm the Vibrant Coach. Uh, if you would like to have a free 30-minute coaching session, I have three coaches who would love to sit with you and help you see how you can get it, get a beautiful, brand-new, vibrant life. Uh, I have Miss Martha Allen, Roxanne Baeza, and Lisa Foley. Uh, they are taking... Uh, 30-minute coaching calls with people to expose them to coaching. If you'd like to do that, please reach out to us um, at Vibrant Coaching. You can email info at thevibrantcoach.com and just say, you know, free 30-minute session in the subject line, and I will hook you up with a coach that will take care of you for 30 minutes. Uh, We have many, many resources. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. We're everywhere. Uh, we will and on Instagram, and uh, we put out all sorts of great information. Uh, check out more podcasts and our blog at www.vibrantcoaching.com. And finally, I want to tell you that coming up in August is going to be our next Shine Retreat. Our Shine Retreat is going to be on August 26th. It will be at the Starrett Farmhouse Retreat, and uh, that is a beautiful place on the planet. Uh, so we invite you to come up for that where we have uh, lovely, healthy food, opportunities to walk in the woods, uh, great collaborative coaching, and part of that is a 30-minute coaching session with a vibrant coach. So we totally, totally welcome you to sign up for that on vibrantcoaching.com. All right, so it is summertime. The birds are singing. The sun is up, and so I'm going to get on with my Friday, and I suggest you go out there and do that too. Uh, Go out there and get it.